0: hey everyone this is dc welcome to the wealthy idiot show this week we're going to continue upon a path of episodes of personal finance in 10 minutes or less this week we're going to talk about investing fees uh it's going to be great it's going to be informative and hopefully it's going to save you an awful lot of money so let's go ahead and get to it all right so when you talk about investing fees uh, a lot of people immediately think about a financial advisor which is what we talked about last week But for the sake of this, I'm only going to gloss over it really quickly because I think we did a really good job last week. But, um, you know, investment advisors obviously cost a lot of money, uh, but there are a lot of other fees and it's really sickening. So we're going to talk about some of them. We're just going to talk about, you know, what they are, what you can look for, where you can find these fees, and what you can do to avoid them. All right. So. We're going to start off with the the very basic one, and this is an expense ratio or an ER. So an expense ratio is a fee that is built into a mutual fund or an index fund, and it's essentially the uh, cost of managing that fund. So the fund has a management team, it has uh, analysts and researchers, and those people get paid per this expense ratio. So Um, You could find expense ratios really low, like Fidelity has a zero index fund, which has zero expense ratio. And then Vanguard has a lot of expense ratios in the 0.03 or 0.04 range. So that is uh, really good. And then they go as high as being over 1% for some of your more outrageous actively managed funds. So Again, expense ratios range from really really low, almost free to, you know, pretty outrageous. So keep an eye on that. If you have an expense ratio anywhere under 0.20, so anywhere from 0.01 to 0.20, that's generally pretty good. So that's what you should be looking out for there. Um Another fee we're going to talk about is trade fees or transaction fees. So every time you buy a security or buy a stock or a bond or ETF or mutual fund, whatever it is, you're going to be charged a transaction fee or you're not. Um, This transaction fee I've seen range anywhere from a couple bucks to $10, and then on the flip side, zero. So a lot of places when you sign up for a brokerage account will offer you something like 100 free trades. Some brokerage houses have free trades for life. So there's a lot of different flavors this can come in. I wouldn't uh, worry too much about this if you're not frequently trading, which again, uh, AJ and I wouldn't recommend. Uh, We're big proponents of buy and hold. So if you're if you're actually using the buy and hold strategy, you should not be accumulating major uh, expense ratios or trading fees rather, transaction fees. All right, so just keep that in mind. Um, the third one we're going to talk about, we spoke about last week, so I'll be quick. Uh, assets under management or the AUM fee. So this is a fee that a financial advisor charges you. Uh, it's a percentage on the total assets you have being managed by them. And this fee is charged on all those assets for perpetuity as long as they have control. So if you have a million dollars in an account and they're managing all one million of it and you're being charged a 2% AUM fee, that is $20,000 per year you're giving that advisor. So just keep that in mind. If you have a 1% AUM fee, it's uh, $10,000. And then keep in mind, you're also going to have expense ratios on top of the AUM fee. And oftentimes, financial advisors have really high expense ratios on their funds as well. So just keep that in mind. Uh, You want to look out for those. Sometimes they are very hard to find. So make sure you ask your advisor if you have one, which we wouldn't recommend. But nonetheless, if you do, Ask them directly, what are you charging for AUM? Are you charging any other kind of fees I need to know about? Ask for it in plain English and try to get them to put it in writing. So that'll be really helpful for your uh, financial endeavors. Another fee that um, is more common in things like 401k plans and other workplace plans like 403b's, um, HSAs have them pretty often, is the admin or uh, record keeping fee. So this is typically pretty low. The ones I'm familiar with are probably in the $25 a quarter range or $50 per quarter. So they're not generally really bad. Um, They do exist and you will find them. Um, But again, I wouldn't sweat it too much. Uh, The good thing about a admin or a record keeping fee is the fact that it uh, goes down the more money you get. And I'll explain this real quick. So if you have $10 and you're paying a $25 quarterly fee, that hurts because it's, uh, literally almost half of your investable assets. So that's bad. When you have a million dollars and you're paying $25 quarterly fee, it's nothing. It doesn't mean anything. It's insignificant and it'll never harm you investment-wise. So that's the difference in how that fee ranges. So you know, $25 a quarter or $50 a quarter may seem like a lot in the very beginning, but as long as it stays there, it's never really going to make a difference to you. So I wouldn't sweat this one too much as long as it's not anything outrageous. Um, Lastly, we're gonna talk about a fee that has become a lot less common, thankfully, uh, but it does still exist, so that is a load fee, Um, often known as a front load fee. So this is a fee that you would pay a mutual fund in order to enter the fund. Uh, So there's a major mutual fund company I'm not gonna name, but they are extremely popular, and uh, up until really recently, they were offering a lot of front front load funds and these were, uh, usually a 5.75% front load. And what you'd have to do is if you're buying a hundred dollars worth of that fund, 5.75 gets deducted right off the top. So you're actually not buying 100% of that fund. You're buying uh 94.25, which is not a good start to your investing journey. So, um, I don't know about you, but I don't want to spend a dollar and get $94 and 50 cents in return or a hundred dollars and get 94 50 in return. That's not good. So, Uh, Load fees are bad, you can avoid them. There are so many cheap options. Uh, Don't do load fees, all right? So again, recapping five major fees I'm gonna talk about, expense ratios, trade fees uh, or transaction fees, AUM, assets under management, uh, administrative or record keeping fees, and then load fees, all right? So these are your major five. There are some other miscellaneous ones. If you see a different one, feel free to drop in the comments, let us know about it. You know, but these are the major five. Now you might ask yourself, you know, uh, DCAJ, like what do I do to avoid these type of fees? And the answer is really simple. Um, You can open accounts at places that only charge low fees crazy right so it's 2023 and you know the world is your oyster you have so many opportunities to invest at different places you can choose virtually anything and there's almost no limit to entry so at most places you can take something like ten dollars and start investing with almost no fees all right so again we talk about our top four Uh, our top four in no particular order over here is e-trade fidelity schwab and vanguard Uh, they all offer really low funds compared to the industry average they offer uh, virtually everything you could want uh, throughout their brokers' platforms. Uh, keep in mind, they do have a little different setup, so like uh, out of those four, the only one I know of for sure that offers a HSA is fidelity um, that 's actually why I use them. so you know you, if you have to find an HSA plan for you, you might have to look a little bit harder. Um, Vanguard has very proprietary mutual funds, so if you want Vanguard mutual funds, the best place to sign up is Vanguard. Um, Schwab and E-Trade have some of the better security backed lines of credit options. So if you wanna get a SB lock at any point in the future, those two have really good options for that. Not saying Vanguard and Fidelity don't, but uh, based on our research, I think E-Trade and uh, Schwab's are a little bit better. All right, so, you know, keep in mind, when you look at all this stuff, there's a lot of different reasons people choose a particular broker. Um, you may wanna have a checking account with your brokerage account, only some of them offer that. So, you know, just look around on their websites, read some reviews um and try to find out really what uh what the difference between them is and you know what you can do better. And I wanna end with uh you know I wanna end with one major note here. And I just did a simple math problem for you guys. Um, I'm going to assume someone graduates college and they just immediately want to start investing $500 a month, all right? Nothing crazy, $500 a month, and they're going to continue investing $500 a month for 40 years, all right? And they're going to do this in like an S&P 500 index fund, and they're going to get a uh, 10% rate of return over that 40 years, so 10% average. Um, but they decided to use a financial advisor that came into their college and introduced himself. And they've been with this financial advisor for forty years. And over time, um, after all this investing, the individual has one point nine three million dollars. In the same time period, the individual has paid the advisor one point zero zero five million. All right, so if they did not have an advisor and they did this on their own, they would have over $2.9 million um, rather than 1.9. All right, so literally a million dollar difference. And I know that may seem like a extreme scenario to some of you, but it's really not. It's very real. Um, Some of the uh, lower paying professions are actually ones that have the worst investment advisors that are employing employing predatory practices such as teachers, um, a lot of uh, trades have predatory advisors. So again, you know, keep an eye out for this stuff, all right? Um, again, we went over uh, all kinds of fees today. We're trying to educate you guys and help you get better and save money and invest for your future. Um, hope you come back and check us out later. Uh, we'll have another episode soon. Again, this is DC with Wealthy Idiots. Have a good one.